Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Good movie or the last fun movie? Recent. The most fun movie I've watched is probably that movie Tag. You seen that? I have not seen that. But that came out in like. But I mean, the movie was super fun. Like seeing John Hamm do comedy is something I will never not enjoy. Oh yeah, no. Just because I, like I, I get you see John Hamm and you constantly just think you're Don Draper. Yeah, man. <laughs> You're Don Draper. And then all of a sudden, like, you see him in wet, hot American summer, and he's just like, I am the Falcon. I totally forgot he was in. Nah, dog, I just finished Bullet Train. Um, Love that movie. That movie is super fun. Yeah, no, that movie is super fun. It's not like a fucking Christopher Nolan flick, right? Like, no, it's not. It, it does kind of like subvert the action genre a little bit, right? The, the character... Red. Very it's, vibrant colors. It's almost like not even like it's one of the it's one of those movies where the main character is not really like the main character of the movie. Also, it's he he like subverts the trope of like the worn out, overworked, like <laughs> master Bruce Willis type shit. Yeah, yeah where he's like, like where everybody's like, oh, I'm over no, this, no I'm too old for Bruce this Willis shit, blah blah blah. blah. And like you know, they're always like total hard asses. Brad's just like, look, man, I'm really just, I'm just tired. I don't want to do this. Like, no disrespect to Bruce Willis, who I think is like suffering from dementia. People getting no more which makes the Brad Pitt subverting uh, Bruce Willis narrative. You're the um, one that put Bruce Willis. <laughs> well, because like I, I feel like he was the first one to be like. Oh no, I guess that was, um, whatchamacallit, in Lethal Weapon. I'm too old for this shit. Baby Glover. Yeah, yeah. Not Bruce Willis. You know what's amazing? When I there think... are like four Lethal Weapon movies. There's a third Equalizer movie. Um, Why? I'm not hearing that it's great, but it's, it's happening. Because, I, I didn't because even... Denzel Washington is not too old for this shit. <laughs> Just like Tom Cruise, his capacity for this shit seems to be rising up and crashing through. Back after I ate it's your boy Doc and Ziggy with your favorite weekly pop culture digest, taking our pop perspective to put culture in context and make the mainstream make sense. Because if we don't make sense, we don't make. Hello. You hear the boys runs in that? Here on the flood. That's right. Your boys are back in town. You said Aerosmith. The boys Ooh. are back in town. Yeah. I don't know, actually. Ooh, what? Really? That's... I'm kind of disappointed. Boys are back in town. It's one of those. You're gonna look up who it is, and I'm gonna be immediately disappointed that I don't know who it is. Giving me a movie. 
It is Thin Lizzy in the Oh, break. it's Thin Lizzy. Yeah. Thin Lizzy. Um, Damn it. You, you often really? confused with Cheap Trick. Oh, okay. I was gonna be like, this nigga is really acting like he know who Thin Lizzy is. Often confused with, with Cheap Trick. Who did the song? Mommy's alright. Daddy's alright. We just need a little change. Shout out, shout out to Thin Lizzy. Um, and the boys are back in town because your boys are back in town. Let, let us know if that is, you know, currently still spinning in your stream. Uh, what is currently spinning in the streams, though, right now, this week's hit on the algorithm is Doja Cat's Paint the Town Red, which is currently number one on the Billboard charts, has been number one for three weeks. Um, knocking All out throughout our hiatus. Zach Bryant's I Remember Everything, bumping down Luke Combs' Fast Car, uh, keeping Taylor Swift in the bottom of the top five. Play that in a small town. Um, actually, her bumping up to number four and bumping Morgan Wallen back down to number five, right? Um, you are still getting that check, though, Morgan Wallen. Yes, yes, he is. Respect wow. the check. While they are fighting in the porta potties at his show, um, because even though we were off, we were still tapped in. I saw that porta potty fight. That shit. What? That was a sight to behold. That was the girl whose mom got like was like. Her mom was holding a spot for her in line at the porta potty while she was off getting drinks for them or whatever. And uh, she didn't know that she had cut in the line and a girl um, aggressively got in her face and was arguing with her about her cutting in line. And they eventually got to fighting and fell inside of the porta potty that they were reserving. And when her daughter realized that her mom was in the middle of a scuffle, she ran up. They knocked like, first of all, they knocked um an innocent bystander i'm not gonna call her an innocent bystander i think it was the one girl uh who was the aggressor's friend um got knocked into the porta potty with them and the woman's daughter um walked up like the g that she was in her fucking <laughs> fuck with me boots dog and yanked both of them bitches by their hair out of that fucking porta potty and, and just just kicked ass all up and down that uh, rest area with her boots on. It was, it was great. Uh, it was just great internet fodder. Hearing about that story just reminds me of a story from a uh, Florida versus everybody, which we have for this week about the person who was lost in the park and they were in a porta potty and the porta potty fell off of a cliff. What? Yeah, no, you remember? I, they were I like they fell off I, of a cliff in I a porta potty not, and were like stranded upside that. down in a porta potty for like hours. And their phone was literally buried in shit. In literal shit. Damn. If you were stranded in a porta potty, what song would you want to Mozart's Requiem, because I'm killing myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a terrible question. Uh but it was a lead into uh, my next little bit of the segment here is Billboard's top songs of the summer. Right now, um, personally, before we get into Billboard's top songs of the summer, what would you say was probably your summer hit, if you had a Now that we're kind of, you know, winding out, we're what, September 17th, right? So I, I would say we're 
even though it's still hot as fuck out, uh, thanks to climate change, we're well into, this is pre-spooky season, we're in. The summer, alright, so it's definitely not off of the top billboard charts, I but mean, I it have a summer have jam. It doesn't have to be, that's why I'm asking. Uh, the, the song I've been really rocking out with, too, is uh, Cold Sweat by this band called Church of the Cosmic Skull. Oh, okay. Uh, you showed me this joint. Uh, you just... No, you never talk about it. No, you never talk about it. It's like gospel disco rock. Future Dan, have fun editing that. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to look at my because I mostly use YouTube music for streaming and they gave me my summer wrap up I don't remember what was in it though music. I will say that <laughs> I, I was really happy for a new song from the Rolling Stones from the oh oh okay alright a so new song from the Rolling Stones the Rolling Stones Angry? are back at it uh, oh yes Yes, I remember you showed me this. And um, that sounds I, really fucking good. Like <laughs> I'm like, this is this is a fucking Rolling Stones song. Like So like I think the song is good, but when I heard it, I immediately felt like it was the Angry Gen Xer anthem. <laughs> Don't be angry with me! <laughs> Like, just leave me alone. Like, I don't care about your, like, social justice bullshit. I just want to... I mean, like, cool. Look, look. Everybody feels that vibe every now and again, right? Like, but when you hear the song, you'll understand what I'm saying. Son. It's just... It's a certain tone to the way <laughs> he sings that shit. That got me like, hey... Who are you talking to? Who is this song about? I just want to know. It's a bop, though. It is. All right. But, I mean, like, you said that, and I was thinking Mick Jagger and Keith Richards are sitting there, and they're hearing that, and they're just like, Oi! It bloody ain't that serious, mate. It's a song about X rock and roll. See? See? One part time Keith over here snorting his dad's ashes with a line of blow. That's yeah, that's know, what that's, that's what Keith Richards uh, and Mick Jagger get for thinking I'm talking about them. I'm not talking about them. So they can go pipe off somewhere <laughs> and be the bell ends that they've grown to be. And they'll You're fuck right. your daughter. <laughs> Still. My daughter is a baby. He's <laughs> not your daughter. <laughs> the y'all's <laughs> fiance's wives. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Cause Mick Jagger out here flirt with everybody. Including babies. Uh I mean apparently his uh newest baby mama is like 31. It's my age, literally 31. Was that uh wasn't that That just goes to show what the male body is capable of. Still reproducing at like 78. Wasn't that Chloe Cherry in the video for that song? Right riding on top of the uh the that, I mean that would top. make sense. Mick Jagger has enough trophies to show off, and he's going toward- he's on the back nine of life, so... Might as well flex! Uh... Listen, listen, I mean, like I said, once again, this song is a jam. 
I'm not. I'm not hating. We were talking about people who just like. I just feel like. I just feel like the people who are going to be receiving that song are perceptive. Right. Yeah. Are going to be perceptive to it for all of the I'll wrong reasons. I'll Gen X probably looks at the Stones with like the punk rock reverence, the way millennials look at Nirvana the same yeah. way. Yes, exactly. Right. So they're gonna hear that song and they're gonna hear the lyrics. It's like, oh my God, Cobain came back from the grave. Why are you angry with me? I, I, I was really happy though to see the Stones. Yeah. Drop new music. Who and wouldn't it's be? still sounded. Who like, wouldn't be? It's the same way I was like super amped when I saw like LL Cool J uh, performing <laughs> I'm Gonna Knock You Out at the VMAs for the, you know, 50th anniversary of hip hop celebration. Um, and while we're, you know, talking about this, talk about the VMAs. Well, how about we tell them about everything else we have to talk about in addition to the VMAs? I mean, we can. Which includes updates on the writer's strike, possible existence of aliens. Unfortunately, both of those tie into us having to talk about Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Unfortunately? You know they're calling her the anti-Ellen? Because of how like close and intimate she gets with the, her guest and like how friendly her vibe is compared to Ellen DeGeneres' like antagonistic, like uncomfortable, like Ooh, let me expose your life kind of. Ellen DeGeneres didn't cross the picket line. Uh, I mean, but she's already not paying her staff, so so if we're talking about people wrecking their public reputations, we're gonna have to talk about everybody's former favorite celebrity couple. And we have some Florida versus everybody, and we, of course, have our turtle takes on the live action One Piece, which we will get into right after this break. I'm rolling too. Everything's rolling. Cars rolling, money's flowing. And you. What's up? What's happening? I'm thinking about buying the. I'm thinking about buying the Atlanta Falcons. Moving to East Atlanta. Call the East Atlanta Birds. What's Gucci? I'll tell you what's Gucci. Uh, what's Gucci is Taylor Swift cleaning up at the motherfucking VMAs, baby. That's right. Respect uh, the check. As we alluded to before we queued out on our break, uh, the VMAs happened this week. And this week, just solidified if it was in question to some, because it might be still in question to some, but Taylor Swift is the reigning queen of pop and if mtv is still a staple of what is pop um then this certified it right uh she absolutely yeah uh, took the entire home the majority of the awards yeah also every single performance they would pan to taylor yeah. and be like does taylor approve of what she is seeing 
That woman is at the point where if she literally, like, she can't walk outside. Nine. Nine awards. She took home. Uh, nine moon men. I thought you um, were saying, no, she can't walk outside, but in German. <laughs> nine. 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 <laughs> no. Um, no. Not many people no, have reached no. that level of fame. It's like, yeah, Michael no, Jordan, like... They're saying at this point, she's like like Madonna and Michael Jackson were in the 80s, right? Uh, but now, which is something to say, right? It's like her and Beyonce at, at this point that are really, like, shaking bounds and Travis Scott, right? Like, you know, uh, if you're not like... Seismic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Taylor Swift's impact can be felt economically. Um, and that cannot be ignored, right? Even if you're not listening to Taylor Swift, it's like the people who were, like, asking, like, who the fuck is Bad Bunny, right? When yeah. they were, like, he's the most listened to artist in the world right now. It's like, you can say you're not listening to Taylor Swift, but I guarantee you, you're listening to Taylor Swift without realizing it. Yep. Trust me, I know. One of yep. my closest friends who I've been trying to get on the phone uh, for a long time uh, is a huge Swifty, right? And she like she made me like go through the discography, right? Because the, she was going to see Taylor in LA for this tour that she's on right now. There were quite a few songs in there that I realized that I had heard um, that yep. I didn't realize were fucking Taylor Swift, bro. That's and what I tell like, people about David Bowie. You know a David Bowie song, you just don't know it's David at, Bowie. At this point, you know a Taylor Swift song and you just didn't realize it was Taylor Swift. We were ever questioning MTZ's relevance. Just think about this. Taylor Swift took a night off of her busy schedule to go to the VMAs. Uh, cause she cleaned One the fuck up. One concert, she clears like what, three million? Cause she cleaned the fuck up. She won best pop for anti-hero, right? Um, she did not win artist of the year, if I remember. Neither did Beyonce. Best new artist went to Ice Spice, right? Which, who was her little buddy throughout the entire VMAs award show, right? Like, despite, uh, Taylor's alleged bad breath. You, have you heard about there's there's a major newspaper that's hiring a full-time Taylor Swift yes. reporter position? Yes, I did hear about that. And I mean, look, like I said, her cultural impact cannot be ignored. She did win Artist of the Year. My bad. Um, let me Lighthouse update in real time. She did win. And she also won Video of the Year for an anti-hero. Uh, right. Lots of people were upset, however, though, that SZA was not even nominated for Artist of the Year, which resulted in her manager pulling her performance at the last minute, because she was slated to also perform at the music. She won Best R&B Award for her song, uh, Shirt, right? So she still won an award, but a lot of people felt like she was slighted including her manager for that Artist of the Year award because it obviously was the night of Taylor, right? Uh, Nicki I mean, Minaj won for Best Hip Hop Super Freaky Girls. Uh, I was going to say, Cardi and Meg still show off that they are the dynamic duo. Right. Uh, well, yeah, they definitely pulled a dynamic duo stunt with that opener for um, the VMAs, which was their new single, Bongos, right? I mean, that performance was 
crazy. Hot um, take. Female version of Kanye and Jay Z. I, I I could see that, but there's there's still a lot of ground to be made there. I mean I mean both female artists have made, or I should say have broke ground, um in their careers. Right. Nikki crawled so they could run. Nikki walked so they could run. Kim, Lil Kim crawl. Lil Kim, Lil Kim walked so Nikki could run, which meant that Cardi B and, and Megan The Stallion could be Olympic walk. sprinters. Uh, sh- shout out to Shakiri who is out here uh, setting all kinds of waves. Um, listen, uh, Carol G and Shakira took home best collaboration for TQG and Shakira. I believe was also uh, honored with like a lifetime achievement award. And as she should had have. an amazing performance as well, right? Um, but as we're talking about the VMAs, right? Like I, you know, got into the numbers, like the actual numbers of people who were watching the VMAs, right? To see like kind of what MTV's cultural impact like, is. I was going to say legitimacy at this point is, right? Like, because, like, who's still checking for the VMA? I mean, at this point, like, I was saying, like, MTV, it's, like, 23 hours of ridiculousness and then, like, an hour of whatever. Right. And, like, so, I, I was even joking. I was like, they probably just lock Rob Deerdeck in every night. Chanel these. West Coast and, like, the other guy. I'm like, I don't, sorry, I can't remember his fucking name. Because that Sterling? Just, Jesus Yeah, Christ. they have fucking catheters set up, like... <laughs> We got more videos from 1996. As we're talking about the VMAs, right, and the the winners of this award show, like it, it, I feel like it would be wrong to ignore like how many people are actually like tuning in and like discussing. Does MTV still have that cultural impact? Like that still is it still relevant? Are the I will VMAs say I relevant? heard more about the outfits of the VMAs than I heard about the actual so VMAs awards. I heard more about the performances than I heard about the right? Uh, but I will say that this year's viewership is up 29.5% from last year's viewership, right? With a total of 913,000 viewers to last year's 705,000 viewers, right? So less than a million. Less than a million. Um, it also pales in comparison to the numbers that MTV has done in the past with its highest uh, rated VMAs being the 2011 uh, VMAs totaling in so at 12.4 million viewers. So what you're telling me, Mr. Beast could pocket dial going live <laughs> and get more viewers than yes. the VMAs. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. At Mr. Beast point, could pocket dial going live and get more viewers at the fucking VMAs. The VMAs probably could have gotten more viewers by letting Mr. Beast host the VMAs. And I don't think that we're far off from that being a reality. How far off, or have we passed the point where Mr. Beast says, nah, this is beneath me? I probably, I think he probably would turn it down. I'm absolutely certain that he's been offered hosting an award show at this point and has turned it down. Well, I mean, every time he, like, opens his mouth, walks out of the house, or checks his phone, it feels like he's found himself in some controversy for some stupid reason. I'm surprised he hasn't hosted the Kids' Choice Awards. He was certainly featured at them. 
So, um, <sighs> Ricky and Elliot of the internet today, shout out. Um, they were like, Mr. Beast has like the Ron DeSantis smile. So, are, where you, he's like, are you effectively saying that the VMAs are irrelevant? Because they can't even do Mr. Beast numbers. Well, I mean, asking anybody to do Mr. Beast numbers at this point is really impressive. But shit, I mean, they're not even doing like FS1's undisputed numbers. You're saying they're not. And that's after Shannon Sharp. Left. They're not doing PewDiePie, right? Like, and PewDiePie has settled down. <laughs> so then, do you think like Taylor Swift taking home nine Moon Men? anything I mean she's right behind Beyonce at this point who I think has like 26 uh, VMAs awards right and Taylor's got like 23 I think so what does that mean that Beyonce had one of the greatest videos of all time <laughs> the 2011 VMAs is uh, the VMAs where Katy Perry like kind of calls him out for that Right, like because they, the 2009 VMAs are where Kanye did that. Did that to Taylor, right? <laughs> that shrug in the shutter shades is a priceless still. <laughs> Just the audacity of him doing that while wearing shutter shades. This VMAs, however, though, was uh, like total ladies' night as far as performances goes, up until like the the 50th celebration of hip hop performance. It was like Shakira and SZA, Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion, fucking that entire like Shakira uh, Lifetime Achievement Award performance, right? Like uh, Carol G, all of that shit. The like, camera constantly panning to Taylor. Taylor Swift is total. The fact that Taylor took a night off of her busy schedule. To party with Ice Spice <laughs> like, at, at a at a show that gets less viewers than Mr. Beast going pocket live. I we mean, call that full circle, everybody. Is it though? I mean, the long gone are the days of Beavis and Butthead commenting over at the time popular music videos that would be called into Carson Daly to have them shown. Wanting to menage with Nicki. Although I will say. As far as reboots go, the Beavis and Butthead reboot is pretty solid. <laughs> uh, just for cultural relevance. Uh, if you got Paramount Plus. it's Paramount Plus is actually pretty solid as far as like streaming services go. Connected, quick tangent. This Futurama season, a reboot or continuation? I say it's a continuation. So, because considering the whole episode starts where they unfreeze. Yeah, no, it's totally continuation. Ooh, hot take. The Beavis and Butthead reboot is more solid than the Futurama continuation. Which one? What do you mean? Which one? Futurama's been on like four different networks, dude. The current. <laughs> the, the current. Obvious, okay, so like if we're going to be troll, then I mean the but, current. I mean, like, in the fairness, Hulu, being the troll Hulu with Futurama makes sense because the they were even making fun of them being on like four different networks in the episodes. The, I mean the Hulu continuation. I uh, will say feels, the it, current, the Paramount Plus run of Beavis and Butthead is more solid than the Hulu run of Futurama. I'll, okay. And so. this is me being like five episodes in to the Futurama like Hulu. 
All right, so I haven't watched that deep, but what I will tell you, it's like, like watering down your juicy juice. Mmm. I'll hit you even. I'll hit you even harder over the head, because I don't know if you knew this was a thing. I just found out this week. The Futurama continuation is to the Beavis and Butthead reboot the way that Hulu Animaniacs reboot is to the HBO Max, or excuse me, the Max reboot of Tiny Toons, because they rebooted Tiny They go to college now. It's Acme Luniversity. Um, they completely retconned the characters, so they have no prior relationship to each other. They're all just meeting each other. Okay, and, and we're comparing Futurama to what? Futurama is, is the, the, the new Animaniacs. No, Futurama is the t- new Tiny Toons, and the Beavis and Butthead is Animaniacs. Animaniacs is also a continuation. We're don't pay attention to that. What I'm saying is, is that the new Beavis and Butthead is more genuine and true to the original source material and like the original run okay like the new animaniacs is yeah than the new looney tunes is compared to So the new future Futurama. Run. I, all right yep you got me because the new animaniacs like they have three seasons i've yes, watched every solid. episode and that's, they all have me that's solid. rolling yes it's a, it's a solid reboot right and I, that's what I'm saying about Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead on Paramount Plus. Solid read. Call them out, Geralt attacks. They even, like, like they're now watching, like, Vine, not Vines, but they're watching, like, YouTube clips and stuff like that instead of just music videos. Like, it's... I don't... Sorry, I left the water. I can't water down the juice. If juice. you have Paramount Plus, you should be watching I, shout out to Paramount you. Plus have South Shoot, Park. Shout out to yes, in like, yeah, no, they like have South Park. Lindo. No, they have South Park. Paramount Plus has lots. Uh, they also have like Showtime. So I, I think it's Showtime. It's either Showtime or Stars. I don't, I don't know. One of the two, right? Whichever one. Hulu the premium doesn't cable have, channel that's not HBO. Everyone Hulu doesn't. Anyway. All right, let's be honest, as far as premium cable goes, it's HBO and then the ones that aren't HBO. Let's be honest, did you know that the VMAs were happening? Um, I found out they happened. <laughs> How's that for phrasing? Um, did you also happen to see everybody's favorite hero slash uh, new big Marvel villain? stop a fist fight between two high schoolers that's totally totally wasn't staged was, was, is he an anti-hero <laughs> John, is Kang an anti-hero is Jonathan Majors an anti-hero <laughs> Jonathan Majors legal department wants you to know that the video was totally not staged <laughs> fight between two high schoolers happening outside of an in and out totally not staged Hold on! Stay separated long enough for them to get the picture! Just happened to be wearing that weird-ass hat because that's <laughs> actually how Jonathan Majors dresses. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him! To actually dress like to that. To actually dress like that. I mean, did you see uh, the woman who's accusing him of being, like, I, I feel like... Not I know she's white. Based on what I've seen, I totally he actually dresses like that. Yeah, me too. Um, Dude's a GQ, and he's like, 
Make me look like Doflamingo. I do know. I think that that was actually the uh, photographer's choice of this. But no, it I was definitely Doflamingo influence, though. Do know that with his trial setting place to uh, resume in October, that perfect timing, especially with. Especially Ignore with Jeff Goldblum. Loki getting ready to resume as well. Right? Like, it just. I, look. Look, even if it wasn't, like, it might as well have been. Is all Have you seen middle schoolers fight recently? And the footage. It is, is not that restrained. They are not going to hold back. The like footage that. is grainy as fuck. The footage of that fake ass, like, mummy that they brought out in the Mexican Congress UFO hearings, or excuse me, on the UF, UAF hearings, uh, no, what is it? Uh, UAPs, right? Uh, unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah. Right? Um, the mummy corpse. Let's talk about Vegas. Bro, first of all, Steven Spielberg wants his set prop back. First of all, I'm going to really need this trend of the, the the internet currently has of, like, rehashing old shit. Like, it's like the internet is, like, taking after Hollywood. And they're like, remember these mummies from, like, 20... Like, Netflix be doing that right now! From, like, They'll... 2010? Like, those, are, those mummies are from 2010. Uh, first of all... 2017. 2017, oh. We're going to talk about this. I have the article printed up right here. Look at what a show. This show. According to Wired, the article. The, what? Read the headline, please. The headline. No, this is not an alien. Here's why. <laughs> Two non-human beings were shown off during a bizarre hearing of Mexico's Congress. The bodies are believed to be a muddle of human and animal bones held together with glue and fake skin. <sighs> the, the term fake skin bothers me. Uh, what bothers me more is that this is like this. It, the DNA. Y'all are so desperate for aliens. The DNA was confirmed to be tested as non-human. Human. Um, guess what? There's so many things on this planet that are not human that I'm not surprised, bro. Fuck off. Like, this is... Y'all cannot continue to be this thirsty for aliens, right? It's, it's like, the two extremes are Earth is flat and Mexico got alien mummies, my nigga. <laughs> like, you're either, you're either ancient aliens or your ice wall and i'm gonna need you guys to chill out because there is a happy medium here that we can achieve i just want to say that those aliens are definitely not real because america <laughs> is way too imperialistic to let mexico have those i just want to say that that motherfucker over there is, is not real, real. <laughs> bro and what is real is mexico is actually making like groundbreaking achievements at the moment, or I, I guess achievements is like... Uh, Social yeah, monumental changes. changes. Right? And those are being overshadowed by fake alien mummy. Like, Mexico literally just, the Mexican government, uh, the, like, country's federal body just declared making abortions illegal a 
human human rights violation. The first chamber of the court ruled that the legal system that penalizes abortion in the federal criminal code is unconstitutional. So the Mexican government literally ruled that making abortion illegal is unconstitutional since it violates the human rights of a woman and people with the capacity to gestate, the Supreme Court said on social media. Also, the two front runners for Mexico's next presidential election are both women in the conservative party and in the liberal party, right? Which is groundbreaking in itself. Right? Now, uh, this just is wearing tone with the VMAs, right? Because it's ladies' night. So, right? <laughs> this is why you come to Doc and I, specifically. specifically. Because we're not going to tell you about the fucking aliens because you've already heard about the aliens. We're going to tell you about what they're hiding with the aliens. Isn't it crazy that <laughs> we're we're putting see that's why I wanted to bring that up right because they're putting the aliens on display to hide the fact that Mexico just leaped America as far as like human rights are concerned <laughs> so much so that America has put a fucking buoy border in the Rio Grande that's literally killing people to quote unquote keep refugees from coming to America. Like, like, okay, yeah. We can admit that America definitely has some desirable points for refugees, right? Um, but, but I don't know how much longer we're gonna maintain that when Mexico is doing things like having their Supreme Court declare abortions a human right and, and their Elections are looking much, much more progressive than America's next set of elections. Oh my God. Can you imagine Congress that day where they're just sitting there like after like eight hours of debating and they're like, well, I guess abortion, the right to controlling your body would be a human <laughs> right. All right. I guess we're done. What's next? Aliens. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like... Adios, mio! <laughs> I love how America also just did, like, the alien trial thing, and, like, in our alien trial thing, the... But we didn't wheel out a no. thing that looked like no. a graham cracker, exactly. like... <laughs> and that guy that was in the trials for the hearings for... Went to the Mexico one! Yes. He yes. went to the Mexico one! Where he brought out receipts. Right, so I don't know what that says about America's Supreme Court. Like, no, what it says is, is we were like, uh, there's no scientific he basis brought for receipts, that. So he's like, look, you're not gonna pull these out when I know they're bullshit to make me look like an asshole. So I brought receipts to show that that is Mexico's, bullshit. Mexico's government was like, ayo, no, fuck that. Have you seen telenovelas? <laughs> like, <laughs> wheel those bodies yeah, out. It's good enough for me. Wheel those I haven't seen out. one in real life, but it was on the telly. It's all good. Uh, so shout out to Mexico for, you know, beating America in ratings and progressism. Progressivism. <laughs> Hablo un poco. Soy gringo al mejor. While Mexico is out here making leaps and bounds in progressivism, however, 
the WGA is still fighting for its life out here, um, to quote. And, and we'll talk yeah. about that more after this. Break. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.